What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles, and Happy New Year. How are we today? Man, I'm going to tell you, before I got up here to do this podcast, I had a awesome experience. Went down to the kitchen to go get some more coffee, and I feed the squirrels. I do. I put out peanuts and sunflower seeds every day. I sprinkle a whole bunch on our back porch. And I went to go get coffee, and then I just look out there, and there's all these birds, one squirrel eating, and I just had a moment where I was just in the now with the the animals. And it was wonderful. There were doves, I think some, uh, some finches, sparrows. I'm not a bird expert, but doves were there for sure. And uh, my one little squirrel guy just eating his peanuts, and they were just chowing down, having a good time. Like, a ton of birds. And, uh... It was just a good moment, and I wanted to share that with you, because I believe that's a good way to start off the day. If you're just in the now, wherever you're at, with whomever you're at, whether that be people, uh, just taking a minute to take in nature, you know, like here, uh, we've actually had some good snow, it was a week after Christmas, but nonetheless, uh, yesterday, you know, I work out. Uh, I'm outdoors all day driving around and uh, it was beautiful I was in neighborhoods you know the snow was that sticking to the trees like the branches type thing so everything's got a whitewash of snow it's beautiful I love that snow can be really pretty I know we always look at the the complaining side oh I ain't driving it's a pain in the ass I gotta put salt down in my driveway there's that, but then there's the beauty of it. There's just something beautiful about uh, a fresh blanket of snow. Uh, and I'm not much of a winter person. I always feel January and February are the you know the hibernation months for me. I just, you know, I feel low energy after the holiday season. Not low energy. I just feel like kind of like, meh. What are you going to do for the next two months besides hunker down and just stay warm and, you know all that good stuff but yeah just be in the now sometimes you just have to look out the window you know be look at that bird and then in that moment that you're in there like taking it in that's how you practice people always assume meditation for some reason is this thing where you need to sit down and go i'm gonna meditate and that is 100 percent the wrong way to meditate if you think about meditating you're not meditating and being alive folks is meditation just to let you know that's right just being alive, you're meditating all the time. You don't even realize it. If you're sitting in a conversation with a person and they're talking and you hear everything they say and you're not thinking about what you're going to say, you're meditating. If you do what I just did where you just take a moment and observe nature and be there and watch how the animals are enjoying the, uh, the food, that's meditation, you know? Uh, observing the beauty of the snow on the trees and giving it just that moment's recognition of, wow, this is really beautiful. That's meditation. It's not just sitting in an Indian position you know, with your legs crossed, humming and stuff. You know, People have the wrong idea, and I did too. This is why I know. I didn't know what it was until I began to practice it. And once you begin to practice it, it becomes 
very obvious that you had it all along. Uh, it's just our mentality and the world we live in tries to get you away from all that because, God forbid, you had a calm mind and can make rational decisions about things. You don't want that. You want distraction, worry, constant fear, and anxiety. That way you just make whatever decision to get that short-term comfort until the next day. <laughs> but I go the other route. Just remain calm. There's really no sense in worrying. You know, it, in my life, worrying in, has gotten me nowhere good. And when you see people panic and just... It always ends up fine. Oh, but, you know, and always somebody comes in with a story like, you know, but my my Uncle Bill got sick and he died. and It's like you hear these things and they're stories and they exist. <laughs> However, it's like, okay, what story did you buy into? You know, and that's the thing. What story did you buy? When I was younger, you know, I grew up Catholic, so I had to do that. And if you're unfamiliar with how Catholics do things, it's very uh, ritualistic in church. You know, uh, you get communion, you know, uh, kneel, stand, kneel, stand, uh, a gospel reading, a bunch of songs, and an hour of your life away, and you still feel like you got nothing. <laughs> um, and I bought into it. I thought, okay, well, this is uh, God or church or religion or whatever you want to call it to me. And I just never felt good because I was told God's everywhere but and he's within. But I have to go here. So that's my whole story. I'm not bashing religion right now. I'm making a point. And I also thought I needed to get married in a, in a Catholic church, mind you, and do the whole Catholic... Uh, procedure for marriage because of my upbringing my family grew up catholic my grandparents all, everybody's very catholic i thought if i didn't get married in a catholic church my grandfather would disown me and all this stuff and now because i bought that story but i didn't believe it and that's what i'm trying to get the point at the point i'm trying to get to the point here is i bought that story but i didn't believe it and on an individual basis if there's a story that you're buying and you don't believe it, but you're going along with it anyway, that's called lying to yourself. And it's detrimental to your soul and your well-being, your overall well-being. So today, like me, I believe in God, okay? But I don't adhere to any religion. I just don't. I don't claim to be, because you can't label something that is... Uh, once you label something, I believe you confine it to a box. And then you could just argue to the end of time. Well, I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Jew. I'm, a, I'm an atheist. You're like, okay. And it comes with all these negative connotations, stereotypes. Uh, it just shuts people down. Because people are addressing the label, not the belief and character. You know, And that's what I, <clears throat> the point I'm trying to make. <clears throat> is that you bought a story. And the story I buy today, it's like right now. Some people bought the mask story. The story. Some people didn't like myself. Here we are. And a lot of people, I believe, begin to realize that their story that they bought was bullshit, like myself. You know, that's why I had a lot of contempt for church. So I use, 
my experience. Like, I thought it was bullshit. I'm like, I don't believe, I don't believe that God wants you to do all these ritualistic things. Like, you know, have gold chalets, drink wine, and have some goofy bread, and then do all these little seances. And then, you know, that's how you're, quote, worshiping. I believe it's more of an individual basis. I believe that the divine is within all of us. The truth lies within. So you have to go within your soul to find it. And you all have that spark. I believe we all have the spark of divinity because that's how we're made. This is me today. So the story that I buy is this. And this is what I truly believe is like everybody can't be on the same level of playing field at the same time. But everybody has the ability to get to different levels based on what they're willing to do within that day, how honest they are with themselves and others. I talk about synchronicities a lot, and synchronicities are meaningful coincidences according to the concept brought up by Carl Jung. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot, you've always heard, you've heard the phrase, like, there are no, you know, it's just a coincidence, and it's a coincidence. <clears throat> People think, you know, synchronicity is the opposite. It's a meaningful coincidence, meaning there's two, something that happens that are connected in a way that if you're aware of them, you go, wow. I'm going to tell you an example of one of my synchronicities in my life to give you a better understanding. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a uh, conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about relationships. And I used the uh, expression, why buy the milk, or sorry, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? And we all know what that means. And if you don't, that means why would you get married to a woman when you could just have the, the sex that comes with it, which there's a lot more to marriage than just sex, but that expression, we, we've all heard it, right? <clears throat> and I used that to make a point in our conversation. The very next day, the very next day, I received a postcard from a, another friend of mine, and the front of the card was a picture of a cow, and the, the note wrote, my grandmother used to say, why buy the cow when the sex is free? The very next day. So, that, my friends, is a synchronicity in my life. That's a meaningful coincidence. That, to me, tells me that no matter what's going on in my life, what I might be facing, I'm on the right path. That's the best answer I can give you. And sometimes you just have to have faith. And I'll tell you how you get those synchronicities. I'll tell you how I did. It's about don't lie to your fucking self. Don't lie and buy something you don't believe. Just like I didn't buy Catholicism when I grew up, but I believed in God. I always have. I was like, there's no way this world is just this and we have to work and worry about getting insurance and then just passing on to your next generation. I go, no, that can't be it. I never felt that. I never believed that. However, I didn't believe in the religious dogmas that existed, you know, and I still don't. Um, I believe that a lot of that is man uh, twiddling his little free will into it. But overall, if you are, because it begins with you, your relationship, 
with God begins with you. And what does that mean? Because I, you know, people are like, is he, is he talking to you? No, it's not like that. And you can't really give people an answer. And I think that's why a lot of people have a hard time with stuff. Because in our science-based uh, dogma that we have today, a lot of people just want an answer. And here's the thing. You can't have an answer for everything. At least that's how I believe today. You just can't. Sometimes things just are. It is what it is. Things just are. You know, but keep... Uh, People can't accept that. They're like, no, 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 I got to know more. I'm like, why? What's the point? What's the point of knowing more? You'll never get to the bottom of it. And that's the truth. You'll never know. When you die, you'll know. And we'll see. But until then, you'll never know. And even if you did know, what would that do to you? I mean, would that change your life? Would that honestly make you a better person? Would you... Ex would you go out? Ah, what's the point of even being here? Would you be better? I mean, what would the benefit be of knowing? Other than your own ego just being like, yes, yeah, right, I know the answer. But you don't. <clears throat> None of us do. And that's the truth. Nobody knows. Nobody has a damn clue what's going on. So for me, I just pay attention to those synchronicities like, you know, the cow incident. I'll call it the cow incident. I think uh, that's a that's a good way to put it. The cow incident. Because synchronicities exist. And if you just dismiss everything as, oh, that shit just happens. No. Um, in my experience over the last half a decade, I have witnessed, experienced situations like the one I just described to you about the cow and the milk and everything. I, I've, there's, there's dozens more where that came from. Dozen, hundreds probably. Uh, I can't even remember them all, but that's the one of the most recent ones. And that, to me, just lets me know, like, if I'm ever disturbed, if I'm ever going like, man, is this all worth it? <clears throat> Am I? And I start to become, like, start thinking about what I want and not what the universe or God wants. Then I'm like, oh, then I'm not making good decisions and my life is terrible and I'm suffering and everything sucks. So for me, this is just for me. And I talk about my thoughts and how I believe, and I have shifted from uh, the way I think about stuff over the years based on uh, what's presented to me, experiences, all kinds of stuff, guys. But I, I could tell you, you know, what I don't believe is uh, the stories that were being told today. I didn't buy into the, the corona story. Sorry. I still don't. But Matt, the numbers, I go, no, it's, it's so much bigger than that. And uh, I've noticed that the only reason people can't see it is because, they, one, they choose not to, or they bought a story and they believed it. Like, if you grew up Catholic, but you actually believe the Catholic way of life, and you, you follow it, like my grandfather. My grandfather's a perfect example. He is a devout Catholic man, but he's not one of those guys who's just like, oh, he just goes to church once a week. No, he, for years... Even at 90, he's going to be 91. My grandfather still, he wants to go to church. He wants to volunteer. He wants to be helpful. He's been doing it for decades. He's very well known around his church. And uh, see, that's believing it. You know, he bought that story and he believes it. But because he believes it, he lives it. Just like right now, some people believe uh, in the Corona story, and they're putting on a mask and they're living it everywhere they go. In their car, it's hanging from the rear view mirror. <laughs> you can't go into a bookstore without getting hassled. 
which happened to me. I got kicked out of uh, Half Price Books. They asked me to leave because I wouldn't put up my uh, my bandana. And I was like, no. I told them the medical condition and everything. And they were like, sorry. I'm like, you guys are really creating a very illegal thing right now. Because, hey, guys, just so you're aware... For those of you out there who are like, well, the store has a right, I go, it doesn't trump legislative law that says your health, that the store's policy is more important than your health. And if you think that, you bought the wrong story and you're reading a really shitty book. And that's the truth. It sucks. I've, I've... bought a lot of stories that were shit and I had to learn a lesson. I I bought into it. I bought into the science story. I was. And then I I got to a point in my life where I go, why am I believing this so much more than like the other stuff I was uh, told? You know, as a kid about God and things like that. Aliens. There we go. I don't think aliens exist anymore. There. I said it. And I was a diehard alien guy. I was like, oh, it has to be it. These little space saucer guys came down here. They gave us all our technology. That explains it. It's because we want to explain things. Or aliens are just another concocted story that somebody sold and it's been told enough times and people have told it lie enough times that people believe it just to get you to believe in something else. You know? Could be that too. Well, we don't know. We know that it's Roswell. (laughs) And I'm like, trust me, I was very fascinated with uh, aliens for quite some time. I, w- I watched Ancient Aliens. I thought that was the best show on Earth. Uh, you know, not even f- like five years ago. I was like, oh man, this is great. Ancient Aliens, these guys make sense. That rock had to have come from a different... You know what I mean? And I bought it. 2017, I thought that Planet X was... Nibiru was a real thing that was coming around to destroy Earth in a binary system. Because it was our second sister star. And you just can't see it because it's only an infrared. But you know what? It correlated to all the floods of all the stories from the Bible and other civilizations throughout the years, and that made sense. I bought that story, and I thought it was all going to end in September of 2017. You know what happened? (gasps) Nothing. Just like today. You know what happens to all these stories that you buy on the internet about, oh my God, these things are... Nothing happens. You have a choice. You have a choice of what story you buy, what you believe, what you don't want to believe... What you think is true, what you don't think is true, what you think is nonsense. Hey, fine. I'm just telling you from my experience what stories I buy today. And the story that I buy today is that I believe the divine is within all of us and you have the ability to tap into that. And you're more powerful as an individual than you know. But the minute you get into your groups that, well, not necessarily because in the Bible it does say and where any two or more gather, God is present. That's why you don't want to be alone too much. Because if you isolate, you get connected from your the source, that energy, the connection within you that is tapped in. But when you start talking to another individual, you have a nice conversation. Like I do. I love talking to people. I have conversations with people all the time, weekly. And uh, we talk for hours and it's uh, you feel better afterwards. It's that... Uh, it's that grounding, that resonance that brings you back down to earth. And uh, that is needed. Um, you get away from that, you know, don't touch anybody, don't be connected. And it's like, you can argue all the things with logic and stuff if you want to, but sometimes I just don't, I just leave it be because it's not for me to decide. But when I'm called upon, I will speak truth to nonsense. That's what I do. I'm really good at it. 
good at seeing patterns, people's behaviors, and telling you exactly where you're fucking up in life. And if you want to get out of it, this is how. If you don't, great. Good luck. <clears throat> you know, it all depends on what story you want to buy. Yeah, I aliens. Thought it was real. I don't think so. Not even close. However, I don't know. How about that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that uh, the beautiful morning I just had about witnessing the birds and the squirrel eat the food that I put out for them and enjoying it and just going to town on it, that was real. That was a wonderful moment. That was a connection that I needed this morning, that it grounded me, that it made me go, all right, it's okay, you know? That, to me, is uh, God. You know, it doesn't have to be this all-powerful thing working in your favor just so you can get the things that you want. Like, that's not exactly how it works. It's the choices you make in your life, the choices that get you to where you want to be, heaven or hell. You know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You might have good intentions for other people, and that's the problem. You don't know what's best for other people because we're not all on the same level of playing field. That's why the New World Order stuff can't work. You know, you can't make everybody be the same. You can't make everybody want the same stuff because we don't. You might make life very comfort and convenient like we do now. We can order anything. We got apps for all kinds of shit. Life's very convenient. But we all don't want the same thing. And that's okay. Some people want the mask. Let them have it. I'm sure they'll find other people that believe that story and go along with it. But for those of you who don't believe it, don't buy into the story anymore. I'm telling you. You're only going to gain more hell. Take the hits in the gut. Be honest about that. And then move forward from it. Just always be honest, guys. You know, you've heard it. Honesty is the best policy. Comes from an Aesop fable. Allegedly ancient Greece from thousands of years ago. You think that stuff isn't true? You think it's just a story that honesty is the best policy? It's not just a saying. It is. No matter what. Think about all the times, like, maybe you lied at work and you got in trouble because you were too afraid of your boss reprimanding you. But you should have just been honest about it because at least that builds your own integrity and respect, right? There are currencies way more valuable than money. Maybe you should get fired from their job for saying, like, I think this is bullshit and I want no part of it. Why? Because another opportunity will present itself if you have the willingness to sacrifice that. Seriously. It's not just like, oh, you gave that up, you're an idiot, you should think about where your money comes from. It's like, don't, don't do that earthly crap that we've all been the story we all bought that that's the way and if you don't do it you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be sorry no actually in my experience the best things in my life have come out from denying evil and resisting temptation and speaking truth to bullshit I, I can honestly say that the past year for me has been uh, one of the best in terms of everything. And it's because I wasn't willing to buy a nonsense story because I don't lie to myself. And that is the hill I die on, which is I don't buy bullshit. Like, I will... I'll say goodbye to friends of 30 years if I have to because I, I'm i not going to cuck to something you believe in just because you want me to believe what you believe because I don't. And I don't expect anybody to hear. Here's another statement too. 
I don't expect you to believe what I believe. I'm not even telling you to believe what I believe. I don't give a fuck. Believe whatever the hell you want. You want to believe in aliens? You want to believe that Corona is the most deadly virus? You want to believe that Santa Claus is real? Go ahead. It doesn't affect me. I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm telling you that beware of the story you believe because some stories are designed to keep you in hell. Some stories are designed to control your better judgment, your mind into making decisions that will keep you from going exactly where you should be. And if you're willing to make those sacrifices, I'm telling you my experience, man, uh, you get good things. But you can't do it for a selfish reason. You have to just let it go. Just go, you know what? I'm done. Faith is about letting go, folks. It's just hard. You know, I cling to stuff. I get it. There's stuff I'm not willing to let go of yet. But I've let go of a lot of things. And good things come from it. It always has. It's the pain of letting go. It's like some people would rather be in the pain of misery because it's comfortable rather than the discomfort of going through a pain to get to something better than that. And here's something great. There is nothing better than where you already are. But what I mean by that is you're always trying to achieve something greater than yourself. You already got it. You thought you had to go do all this. You're you're already it. Existing, living is it. Life is meditation. Find people that you can experience good times, joy with, laugh, laugh, have a family, have some children. It's great. And, you know, for the people who have kids who bought the story and asked their children, it's okay. There'll be a lesson to be learned. Just like my parents had to learn a lesson that it wasn't good to throw shit in the house, spank your kids, yell at them, and put soap in your mouth. It's okay. I don't blame my parents. I accept them for who they are. You okay, Wills? It's okay. Oh, my dog's having a spasm. See, she's got itchy throat, too. It's the chemtrails. Anyway. You all right, Lily? Okay. So, I don't know what it's talking about. <laughs> ah, the death of social media. That's next, isn't it? You know what my favorite question is? Let's say you are trying to get to something better than yourself, because that's not good enough. Even you get everything. Let's say you get your dream home, your dream cabinets, your dream furniture, all this shit. Now what? You just go look at it for the next 50, 60 years and go, wow. That's my point, is now what? You know, there is no, you're already there. Wherever you're at, you're there. There is nowhere to get. <laughs> you know, other than maybe... Move to a nice piece of land and grow your own food. Yeah, maybe get there, but there's nowhere to get. You're already there. We're here. We exist. We are alive today. It's wonderful. So, now what? I mean, anybody uh, tells you that, like, well, you need to get your, your stuff together. We got to get our shit. We got to get our things together. Okay, I got them together. Now what? Well, now we need to get some other stuff together. <laughs> it's like it's endless. It's endless. It's endless, and it's annoying, and it's a waste of life and energy to always focus on that stuff. If your stuff is in order, it's not really that tedious. Your paperwork and everything is in order. Great. 
Now live and stop worrying about if it's in order or not. Stop worrying about if you'll ever have enough money. Money is a tool. It's not the uh, end. You can have, if you're not comfortable with $1,000 in a bank, you won't be comfortable with a million dollars in the bank because you'll just uh, expand your lifestyle and think you need more stuff to fill that void. And trust me, it doesn't fill the void, guys. Less is more. Less is more. I didn't believe that. Why? Because I collect been a collector for 13 years, collecting action figures, all kinds of stuff. Why? Uh, it's just where I divert my attention to. I like to know something about that. Now I'm not diverting my attention to it as much. Is it still a hobby of mine? Yes, it is. But I'm trying to get rid of less because I just realized I just it's the comfort of knowing it's there and then having it. It's like for some reason you like to have things, right? For me, it's like I like knowing I have it. I don't necessarily need it or use it. It's just there. And that's like, for some reason, soothing to my mind. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Anybody else get like that? <clears throat> but even if I get stuff, you know, every time I ever collected things, it was always like, I, I, it's the anticipation is what I love. Just like people love the idea, but then the, the reality is underwhelming. Ladies love the idea of marriage, right? They love the idea of their wedding day. They get all, they're, they're, they're programmed to be, Wow, look at this beautiful day. It's supposed to be extravagant. We're going to have fucking flowers and the dress and the, the, the meal and the music and the pictures and the lights and da-da-da-da-da, family and friends and all this hoopla. It, it's the idea of what that looks like, but it doesn't change the feeling. You can have the same feeling on your wedding day. Like If you're truly with somebody that you know is going to be your companion in life, your counterpart, your go-to, your support system, you will create a team. You will create the best force possible. My fiance and I are a good team at our core. On the surface, of course, we work on stupid shit because it's like anybody. We're both in our 30s. It's like we've lived a little bit of life. We know what we like. We know what we don't like. We're working on it. It's fine. Nothing's perfect. But we work through a lot of the, the early bullshit to get to where we're at now, and we've earned that uh, respect with each other, and it's wonderful. And we'll continue growing, and I can't wait to see where it goes with uh, the birth of our son in a couple months. In two months, we'll both be parents, and then we get to experience the next level of life, which is parenthood. And it's going to be great. Why? Because kids are wonderful. It's going to be a different kind of joy that I was too fearful to do because I always thought I needed to have my ducks in a row. And it couldn't be more, <clears throat> it couldn't be further from the truth, guys. Have kids no matter where you're at in life. Oh, that's terrible. Like, but just don't, just don't do what society tells you to do with them. Don't feed them shitty food. Don't just plop them down in front of a TV and educate them. Educate them yourselves. F take care of them. Nurture them with good food, health. Watch what goes in their mind. Vet what they're seeing, what they're doing. Don't just put up, don't give them a fucking device. I know I shouldn't tell anybody what to do, but uh, I've seen the results of people who just think that's parenting and then they wonder why their kids grow up and hate them and develop addictions to all kinds of shit. Anger, fucking want to kill their parents because of that. It's bad, guys. Just like the mask wearing on your kids, I talked about this uh, in my live stream. You're going to you continue down that road with your children. They're going to grow up once they realize the truth, especially when they get to adolescence, because the, the innocence of childhood wears off. And when they go to adolescence and realize, like, oh, they were lied to, uh, it was bullshit, and you did that to them, they're going to have a lot of resentment towards you <laughs> and the people responsible for that. 
and they're it's not going to be good and no family's perfect don't get me wrong but you know you can't just take sweet pictures of uh, the good times and not expect to balance it out with <sighs> discipline and structure and things like that but you don't want to overdo it see again and i'm going to be learning in another few months i'm going to be learning guys because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but i do know from my experience things that don't work for sure that don't work for sure that are very detrimental to a child's psyche down the road you just don't see it you have no idea the power of your decisions and words and actions today you have no idea how that actually does shape your future it's a ripple effect it's like throwing a stone into a calm lake the water's very still, and the minute you throw a rock into the lake, that ripple wave goes on forever. You just don't think about it that way. But trust me, it does. It affects things. Oh, it's, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, no. It is. And you should really pay attention to it. And that means self-reflection. You have to take ownership for your words and be a little bit more cautious and not be so carefree as to what you're saying and or doing, especially around your children. And I'm going to have to learn this lesson too. Trust me. I got my work cut out for me. I know me very well. So <laughs> it's going to be a challenge, but you know what? It's I welcome the challenge because I'm ready to grow into the next hermit crab shell of life. I am. And I can't wait. And it's going to be a blessing and it's going to be wonderful. And I can't wait to take my son sledding. I saw everybody sledding the last couple days. God, I love that. The hills were packed with people sledding, having a good time. No mass too, by the way. So, uh, yeah, you don't need to worry about that outside. So, the hills are alive with a sound of joy. <laughs> uh, now what? Just be in the now. Life is wonderful. And pay attention to those synchronicities in life. They can happen for you. Start being honest with yourself and others and addressing your own fears and worries and behaviors and things like that. Start there first before you say anything to anyone else. And even if you do that, still don't say anything to anyone else. But you buy whatever story you want to buy. I'm going on to the next one. Parenting and life and family. It's a story I've always loved and it's a story that I'll continue to tell because that's what it's all about to me. Don't take yourself too seriously.